News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. Six days after the young Texas girl disappeared, her body has been found, and now charges are pending against a 42-year-old man. Divers have recovered the body of 11-year-old Audrey Cunningham, a southeast Texas girl who had been missing since last week. Her body was found in a river near a highway bridge in Polk County, northeast of Houston. Sheriff Byron Lyons. My heart aches with this news, and I express with my deepest sympathies and condolences to everyone who knew, who cared for, and loved Audrey. Audrey's family had reported her missing on Thursday after she failed to return after school to her home in Livingston. Investigators later discovered that she never got on the bus to go to school that morning. A suspect, Don Stephen McDougall, lived in a camper on the family's property. I'm Norman Hall. Two men face murder charges stemming from last week's shooting at the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl victory parade. Small business people have a big problem with the Biden administration. Job Creators Network CEO Alfredo Ortiz on a recent poll of the group's members. What we have found is that these small business owners, uh, you know, like hands down, believe that this administration and the Democrats' agenda has hurt them tremendously. Only about 20 percent of these small businesses actually believe that the administration and that Biden has actually helped them. He spoke with the Salem Radio Network's Mike Gallagher. She lost in Iowa, New Hampshire, Nevada, and if the polls are correct, Nikki Haley will lose a South Carolina Republican primary to Donald Trump. So why is she staying in the race? Well, Mr. Trump tells a Fox News town hall, I don't think she knows how to get out. The former president says that plays right into the hands of the Democrat establishment. On Wall Street, head of this morning's opening bell, the Dow futures are down 84 points. NASDAQ futures off 108. More on these stories at townhall.com. We thank the pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just nineteen ninety-five. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. This is Dennis Prager. And now a truly exciting new benefit. My monthly online video get together for Prager Topia Plus members only for an hour each month get an exclusive chance to ask me anything I'll be answering your questions I've never done this submit your questions for me at PragerTopia.com this is our chance to connect like never before go to PragerTopia.com or click the back this is Q News Flash powered by Palm Mortuaries and Cemeteries stay active be healthy They'd rather wait. 2023, it was a really good year for the Las Vegas Strip, producing the most gaming revenue of any market in the country. The American Gaming Association reports the nation's commercial casinos took in more than $66.5 billion in revenue, a third straight record-breaking year. That includes a 10% jump from 2022. Now, the Las Vegas Strip, easily the number one market in the country, with $8.8 billion in revenue, a more than 7% increase over 2022. In fact, four of the top 20 gaming markets in the country were here in the Silver State, the Boulder Strip, Reno Sparks, and downtown Las Vegas, along with the Las Vegas Strip. Nevada generated more than $481 million in sports betting. That's a 7% jump over year over year. 
Hoping to reduce the number of accidents involving middle school students, Clark County now doubling, nearly doubling its budget on crossing guards. County commissioners have voted to add 84 crossing guards across 23 middle schools over the next couple of months, boosting spending from $2.2 million to more than $4 million a year. Already this year, 28 children have been hit by vehicles near middle schools in unincorporated Clark County. Another mixed-use apartment complex coming to the Arts District in downtown Las Vegas, the 337-unit apartment project being built near 3rd Street, or South 3rd, that is, in East California. That's near downtown Las Vegas, just south of Charleston. Work on the three-building complex started last fall. It should be completed in 2025. The project part of a larger push to get more people to live within the Arts District. Several other misuse projects are already underway in the area. Take AM670 with you wherever you go. Check out our website at 670kmzq.com. Click. Click on that Listen Live button. Gotcha. Yo. Sorry, man. I took an upper to stay awake. My heart started pounding, so I took a downer to take the edge off. Honestly, I feel worse now. What? One of my friends overdosed after mixing drugs like that. I don't want that to happen to you. Yeah, I definitely won't be doing that again. Well, let's stay online for a bit so I know you're okay. Yeah, man. But let's go. There is no safe way to mix drugs. Learn more at cdc.gov slash stop overdose. Bentley Chevrolet is Nevada's number one Chevrolet volume dealership. Again, buy new roads. F-I-N-D-L-A-Y. Bentley Chevy is a place to buy. Home of the... KMCQ on time traffic is powered by Meineke Car Care Centers. Right now, you can get an oil change for only $39.95. Meineke, doing car care right. We have a new accident to report in the, on the way into North Las Vegas. Going to see this on I-15 northbound approaching Lake Mead Boulevard. That is on the left side of the freeway, possibly taking up partially uh, that uh, left lane, 15 northbound again before Lake Mead Boulevard off to the left. We're going to stay to the middle and right lanes there. All clear, though, on 95, 215 and Summerlin Parkway. Injury accident on the surface streets on the west side at Desert Inn and Arville. These rain clouds expected to move on, leaving us with partly sunny skies this afternoon and temperatures that warm into the mid-60s. I'm Mark Thomas with your on-time traffic and weather on AM670 KMZQ. best way to get something done if you if it holds near and dear to you that you uh um like to be able to anyway america is a nation that can be defined in a single word i was gonna put him and 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 joan shengang shanga can i just say that of all the idiots in all the idiot villages, in all the idiot worlds, you stand alone. Ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Wall. Fun lovers and truth seekers, you have come to the right place. It is live and local for a uh, Wednesday. It's hump day. 
February 21st. Good to have you with us. Uh, 113 days to primary election day here in the state of Nevada. We'll talk about that at length a little bit later on in the show. Uh, We're also going to be talking with Howard Stutz, uh, the uh, gaming reporter for the Nevada Independent. Uh, And we'll, we'll we'll also hear... Uh, from uh, some people who know what's going on in our nation's capital, uh, that know what's going on uh, with our presidential race. And, of course, we are three days away uh, from from everything that's going on in the presidential race. And uh, South Carolina, three days away, three days away. We are also closing in on the Biden administration and the Environmental Protection Agency. They uh, They have something special planned for all of us. Uh, all of us who uh, consume energy, uh, and that's why we wanted to have Tom Pyle on, the president of the American Energy Alliance. Uh, Tom joins us. Tom, good morning. Great to have you with us. Thanks for uh, being a part of the show this morning. Uh, absolute pleasure, Kevin. Thanks. What is it that the uh, Biden administration and the EPA have planned for us? I have a feeling it's something we're not going to like. Well, they'd sure like to take away your ability to choose the kind of car that makes the most sense for you and force you to buy an electric vehicle, whether you like it or not. And that is exactly what they're attempting to do uh, with this slew of rules that they and their friends in your neighboring state of California have planned for us. Explain what these mandates are and where they originally came from. Sure. Um, In the 70s, to, quote, reduce our dependence on foreign oil, which we don't really have an issue with anymore, uh, Congress, in their wisdom, passed a uh, what's called the CAFE law, which is a average fuel economy standard for a fleet. It's a way to get us better gas mileage. Right. So um, what they're doing is manipulating that rule to make it impossible for automobile uh, manufacturers to produce a car that would meet the standard, the mandate, um, were it not for the fact that they would have to sell EVs. That's simply what it is. It's a it's a de facto ban on the internal combustion, gas-powered car, truck, the vehicles that we need and depend on to get us uh, to get us to work, to take our kids to school, and all that good stuff, Kevin. Okay, and so now we have the EV mandates. Where did they come from? Uh, was it from the EPA? Or was it from government in general, just the Biden administration in general? So the the specific uh, car ban um, is being pushed by the state of California because uh, they have a, a loophole in, in a federal law that allows them to set um, cow pipe rules and other states can follow. The Biden administration is picking up where the Obama administration left off. Um, President Trump had attempted to and uh, worked to reverse what President Obama started. But our current president, um, when he kind of can remember uh, what he's doing from day to day, he uh, picked it back up and put it on steroids, basically, Kevin, to the point where they want 67 percent of all of the cars that are available for purchase in this country to be electric by 2030. That's the, that's the specifics of their rule. And what does America think of such EV mandates? Uh, is, is there polling out there yet? There is. In fact, there's been some polling in Nevada as well, and 61% of 
of those polled in the great state of Nevada said, hell no, I want to be able to choose don't ban my gas car, my gas truck, my diesel. Um, even hybrids might be on the chopping block. So, look, this isn't an anti-EV thing. I mean, if you want to buy an EV, great, if it makes sense for you. But don't take away our ability to choose. And that's exactly what this rule would do. Um, it would basically make uh, it, it very difficult for us to purchase a new car because, as you may have seen in the news, EVs are significantly more expensive than, than gas-powered cars uh, to begin with. But also, as they make fewer cars available to us, the, the price will go up even further, which will put us out of the purchase field for a new car. Again, Tom Pyle joining us, the president of the American Energy Alliance. Um, let me let, let me just ask you, uh, this rule will eventually become law. When does it become law? Well, it, we hope it won't become law. And that's the thing. Uh, the Biden administration is, is seeking to push this out in March or April. There will be um, a whole bunch of uh, lawsuits and other things. Uh, but because you live by the rule uh, you can die by the rule. And because Congress never mandated this, Congress never passed this uh, EV you know, mandate or this gas-powered ban, it's possible that either a new uh, President Trump, a second-term President Trump, can uh, attempt to unwind it or reverse it, and or Congress may put, put on the brakes and say, hey, uh, this is too, too far, um, and we're going to go ahead and prevent you from doing that. Now, it's going to be hard. Don't get me wrong. This is there's a lot of momentum here. The federal government is spending billions of dollars, billions of our taxpayer dollars, subsidizing these EV companies and these battery companies. Um, but if we work together and push back and and write our reps and write the administration, heck, write the car companies, tell them, hey, we don't support this. You help us preserve our ability to choose the types of cars that make sense for us. Uh, maybe we can stop it or at least slow it down. Um, what is uh, what is the business community doing uh, with all of this? I know the uh, the Ford F one fifties they they've backed off a of production of those uh, the the EV versions. Uh, can you talk a little bit about uh, who is being impacted here? Everybody. Um, first of all, us. Uh, more importantly, because the average cost of a new vehicle. Just a, uh, the average is forty thousand dollars. The average cost of an EV is like nearly sixty thousand um, dollars, and that keeps continues to go up because it's harder and harder to make money. For example, Ford announced, and one of the reasons they're pulling back is they're losing fifty thousand dollars per electric F one fifty that they produce. Um, they're having they're taking massive uh, losses on the EV side of their business, and the dealers are saying, hey, customers aren't buying these. Put the brakes on these rules until, unless and until we, the consumer, want this or prefer this. And right now, that's just not the case. Uh, what about subsidies? Uh, we've, we've always heard about government subsidies uh, that will incentivize us to, to buy electric, to buy EVs. Uh, are, 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 those, are those still in play? And, and if so, how extensive are they? Yes, yeah, so the subsidies are there's there are there are federal subsidies. You get about seventy five hundred dollars ish a tax uh, in tax credits for an EV, um, depending on your income level and certain types of EVs. 
Also, there are some state and local subsidies as well for you. But, hey, it doesn't really, I mean, it helps, but because these vehicles are so much more expensive, they're really just subsidizing them to make them competitive with gas-powered cars, right? So you're not, like, seeing a huge savings in your pocketbook. Plus, uh, there's all kinds of studies out now that show that maintenance costs are higher. You have to replace the batteries sooner. You don't get the, quote, return on investment of your gas savings for, for many, many years down the road. So really, at the end of the day, it's kind of a wash, right? But yet, you're still paying, Kevin, because we're sending money to Washington and then they're sending it back to us uh, in the form of these subsidies. The automakers are the ones who are getting huge federal subsidies to incentivize them to produce these vehicles or to build battery plants and things like that to the tune of billions, plural, many, many billions of dollars. How does China fit into all of this? Uh, China's a huge winner. Uh, in fact, if you if I could devise a policy that was um, hurt American energy security and benefited China, I don't think I could come up with a better plan. China either owns or or owns the productivity line of 80% of the minerals and materials that go into these batteries, that go into these uh, components. Um, we can't produce them here. Uh, we have the same environmentalists who are pushing this agenda on us won't let us mine these materials. And even if we did, we'd have to send them to China to be processed because we don't have the ability to process them. So this is an America last uh, security policy and a China first uh, um, uh, national sort of a China first policy. If you think about it in those terms, we're literally handing over our the means of production to what would arguably be as one of our biggest adversaries on the national stage. So, Tom, what happens at the end of the day? All of these uh, uh, automobile dealers, they've got a glut. They've got a glut of, of EVs sitting on their lot. They can't move them. What happens then? Do they just eat well, all, of this, all, all of this expense? They, I mean, when they, yes, they basically are sort of stuck with them, right, unless they can try to get rid of them or maybe sell them for a loss. Uh, and that's why... 5,000, more than 5,000 uh, auto dealers have written a letter to the Biden administration saying, hey, put the brakes on these rules. Consumers aren't buying them. They're sitting on our lots. It's impacting our small businesses across the country. Um, and, and for what, really? Uh, there's there's so no significant environmental benefit to, to this agenda. Uh, March April, the this rule should become law. How do we how do we counteract uh, the effort of the uh, the Biden administration, and how do we turn this thing around? Well, we started a coalition called Save Our Cars. Uh, it's SaveCars.org. Uh, if your listeners want to pop onto that website and sign up, uh, they will get information on how to participate and engage at all levels. Um, uh, uh, in the political process, uh, everyone is in, uh, needs to be informed here. Like I mentioned, politicians, both state and local and federal. And if you own a Chevy, if you own a Ford, write the CEO of these companies and tell them they will listen to us. Right? We're the we're the ones that they sell their products to. So uh, get engaged, get involved, and push back. 
Uh, what is the American Energy Alliance? So we're a, um, a nonprofit watchdog for consumers. We, uh, we're in Washington, D.C., and we're really here to help. Um, uh, and what we do is we, we kind of flag these policies and get the word out and get people uh, educated and informed and also uh, get them the tools that they need to participate in this process and make their voices heard. We've talked a lot about uh, the, uh, the Biden administration, the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency. Uh, what is it that, that is Congress's role in all of this? And can they stop this rule in its tracks? Well, so far, uh, the House of Representatives have passed two pieces of legislation. One would put the brakes uh, on the Biden administration. One would put the brakes on the state of California and prevent California from trying to impose this uh, car ban uh, across the country. The problem, of course, is is that we have a Senate um, controlled by Chuck Schumer and the Democrats who are hook, line, and sinker bought into this process. Um, and so we're working really hard to try and shake some of these Democrats loose, these reasonable, hopefully, Democrats, um, to, to push back and say, hey, Let's let's give uh, our consumers, let's give our voters a break on these things. But as you know, the, the politics in Washington are, are so broken right now that it's hard to get anything meaningful done on behalf of us. Is public opinion changing on this whole EV mandate deal? It is. I mean, people aren't opposed to electric vehicles per se. What they're opposed to is this forcing down our throats um, of one type of car, right? It's just like if you think about the, the you heard of this natural gas um, stove ban, right? And, and no more hookups um, for new residential or new, um, new commercial uh, buildings and things like that. Like, why is the federal government telling us what kind of stoves we can put in our home, what kind of heating uh, and cooling systems we can put in our homes? and what kind of cars we can put in our driveway. That's what the public is pushing back against, is this heavy-handedness uh, from our government, and rightly so, because it's taking away our choices and our freedom. As you know, cars are the key to mobility, and that's the key to upward mobility economically, um, as well as just getting around. In our final couple of minutes, uh, the action plan for my listeners who are sitting out here saying March, April, we're going to have this, this EV mandate is going to go from being a rule to being law. What is it that we can and should do? So um, one more time on that, savecars.org and sign up. And from there, your listeners will be directed to prompts um, that they can send uh, letters to, as I mentioned, their elected officials, the auto dealers, and, just t- continue to talk to people about this and say, hey, are you hearing about this? It's coming our way. It's not, it's not a joke, as President Biden would say. Uh, we have to you know, contact our dealerships, tell them we don't, want, we don't want this, tell them to work with us. Anybody that we can work with uh, to push back against this agenda only benefits, benefits us in the long run. Hey, Tom, thanks so much for joining us, and thanks to uh, all of you at the American Energy Alliance for uh, fighting the good fight. Thanks so much. I appreciate you joining us, and I know we'll check in with you again soon. You bet. 
Tom Pyle, uh, the president of the American Energy Alliance, joining us. Stick around. More to do. Uh, Oh, there was a big town hall. Big town hall uh, last night uh, in South Carolina. uh, And it was uh, Donald J. Trump. And he was really, really good. Uh, We'll talk about that and a whole bunch more coming up on AM 670 KMZQ. The revolution is being broadcast. Wayne Allen Root, this afternoon, 3 to 6, on AM 670 KMZQ. Talk radio, done right. This segment of the Long Life Era is powered by Paul Mortuaries and Cemeteries. Stay active, be healthy, they'd rather wait. Marla Letitia is the founder of Long Life Era Community Facebook Group. We know her as Nanny Bubby on Instagram and Facebook, and you can embrace the mindset at longlifemindset.com. Okay, we just spoke a few moments ago about an interview you did with Beverly Rosenthal. She's 96 years old. What struck you the most about her attitude about living to that age? It was her joy for adventure. She had been a world traveler all of her life, even in her 30s. That's when she began. She said her parents were travelers. They were world travelers by ship, even when she was a child. And she had this love of adventure and a curiosity about the world. While you were talking with her, again, 96-year-old Beverly Rosenthal, did you ask how do you live that long? Do you unlock any of her secrets to closing in on centenarian status? Well, the first thing I said is, tell me what you do to stay healthy. And she said, nothing. I'm a terrible eater. I never exercise. I don't worry about anything that I eat. And she said that she loves Asian food and is sure that it has too much MSG in it. But what I realize is, you know, the new science says that more vegetables, less protein is a healthier lifestyle for a longer life. And in fact, Asian food is exactly that. Her daughter, who she lives with, said she moves all the time. She may not get on a treadmill. She may not, you know, do a bike every day, but she walks, she moves, she bends over when she drops something, she plays golf, and she is still traveling. She just went to Dubai and Abu Dhabi just two years ago. At 94 years old. Exactly. Embrace the mindset at longlifemindset.com and on social media. You're invited to join the Long Life Era. Hi, this is Josh Levitt, and I'm running for Nevada State Senate District 18 because I believe in a brighter future for each and every one of us. Together, we will move forward innovative solutions to diversify the economy, improve our schools, cut wasteful spending, and improve our health care infrastructure. I'm not just a candidate. I'm a lifelong Nevadan with a track record of getting things done. From being a champion for small businesses to advocating for better access to health care, I'm exactly the representative you need in Carson City. I bring years of experience in business as a chief information officer an entrepreneur and community builder with a history of working with legislators on education and workforce development policies. Join me in this journey to build a better Nevada. Your vote on June 11th will ensure there is choice in education, our families have access to quality health care, and our community thrives. Together, let's shape a future we can all be proud of. Visit joshfornevada.com to learn more about my vision and how you can get involved. I'm Josh Levitt, and I approve this message. Paid for by Josh Levitt for Nevada. When was your last trip to the dentist? Has it been a few years, five years, more? Hey, Kevin Wall here. For years, I went without dental care, and then I found Dr. Joe Willardson at True Dentistry. 
Dr. Joe and his caring staff converted me from a scared, high-anxiety patient to one that breezes through exams. Whether it's been years since your last dental visit, or if you just haven't found a good dentist in Vegas yet, I hope you'll do what I did. Call True Dentistry, 702-434-4800. The number again, 702-434-4800. Right now, True Dentistry is offering a free smile simulation to all new patients. A $150 value, absolutely free. True Dentistry has two convenient valley locations in the Southwest and in Summerlin. Call 702-434-4800. That's 702-434-4800. Or check them out at truedentistry.com and tell them Kevin Wall sent you. You're listening to Live and Local with Kevin Wall on AM670 KMZQ. Talk radio done right. Boy, Saturday. You know what Saturday is? Saturday is uh, primary election day uh, in South Carolina. And uh, the latest Emerson College polling, this is incredible, folks. Uh, This is better than Donald Trump could even have hoped for. Uh, A new Emerson College poll uh, finds that uh, former President Trump has a 23-point lead over Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley... That's her home state. She was the governor there. And Donald Trump has a 23-point lead over Governor Nikki Haley, uh, 58 to 35. 7% are undecided. Everybody has pretty much made up their mind. This is incredible. This is Emerson College. Uh, We have uh, quoted them uh, on numerous occasions, and they have been right more than they have been wrong. Um, and by the way, South Carolina voters find the economy to be the most important issue, 33%, while 13% find that uh, immigration to be among the top issues uh, that they're facing there. Uh, it, 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 